0: Welcome to the Clean Simple Free Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Alexia Fox, and thanks to your suggestions and feedback, I am broadcasting from my brand new mic. I am still familiarizing myself with the settings, but overall, I'm so pleased with the improvement to the sound quality, and I really hope you are too. If you enjoy and want to support this podcast, take a minute to leave a 5-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Ratings and reviews are super important for podcasters because they accomplish three things. It gives the podcast more visibility so more people can benefit from the episodes. It helps me improve and hear my listeners out on what you guys want to hear. And last but not least, they just make me really happy. So thank you in advance for taking the time to do so. Now without any further delay, let's begin episode 34. Everyone has a certain way of dressing and living according to who we are, as well as the identity we want to project to the world. If someone really enjoys cooking, they may own many different kitchen gadgets and display decorative cooking items like chalkboard menus. People who love makeup may have a large selection of cosmetic palettes and subscribe to monthly makeup boxes. And movie lovers may display posters of their favorite films and own a massive movie collection. The brands we invest in also project a certain identity. High-end clothing brands can project an air of wealth or make you feel like a fashion icon. Shopping at upcycled fashion boutiques can make you feel like an eclectic trendsetter. And supporting brands that align with your beliefs can literally put something on a t-shirt that proclaims to the world exactly who you are inside and what you believe in. I love that we can all express and project our passions and identities through the way we dress, present ourselves, and through the things we display in our homes. It's part of what makes human nature so beautifully diverse. And it's the reason I often say that there's no wrong way to be a minimalist. Even stereotypical minimalism has its own look and culture behind it. However, there is a line to tread when we're talking about living minimally versus our identities being wrapped up in a consumer culture. Before moving forward, I'm not going to tell you to boycott a brand or say to get rid of the things that define who you are. This is merely a thought-provoking topic that a friend brought up to me that I thought would make for a really interesting episode. Let's take a moment to evaluate our identities. You can grab a pen and paper if you like, and pause as we go through, or you can simply listen and come back to this episode, or jot these things down when you have the time. How would you describe yourself? We can go so many directions with this, so for starters, let's talk about the role you play in your own life in relation to others. For example, I am a daughter, sister, fiancé, aunt, pet mom, and friend. So if you're a mom, things like your kids' drawings and clothing that they've outgrown solidify your identity as a mother and are therefore important to you. If you're a pet parent, you may have magnets or mugs featuring animals that resemble your pets. Now think about the other roles you play in terms of what you do. For example, I'm a podcast producer and artist, I tend to support other independent artists and own a lot of prints, sculptures, and paintings. If we explore further past jobs and relationships, let's think about the other things that define us. I cook, meditate, am passionate about the environment, I'm a minimalist, and I'm known to throw awesome Halloween parties. This information will be relevant later in the episode. Each of these things plays a role in our lives and factors into how we make purchases and why we hold on to certain things. Now, let's take a moment to think about your favorite brands. This can be anything from apparel, your favorite grocery store, favorite adult beverage, just fill in the blank. Whether your favorite brand is a well known celebrity worthy fashion line, a sustainable brand, or an alternative brand that celebrates diversity in all forms, your choice makes a statement about yourself. If you shop at farmer's markets versus a big chain retailer, or if you choose locally sourced IPA beer over regular beer and wine, all of these shopping choices are you making a statement about who you are and what you like. None of these are the right or wrong choice. It's your choice, and you express yourself by supporting certain brands over others that appeal to your lifestyle and interests. Going back to how you would describe yourself and how this factors into minimalism, if you're a tea drinker and that's something that defines you as a part of your personality, you may have a large collection of teapots and teacups that you enjoy looking at but you may only use one or two of these items on a regular basis. Reducing the number of items associated with the thing that defines you does not diminish your identity in any way. You aren't less of a tea drinker because you own two teacups instead of twelve, it just means that you have more space in your kitchen. To reiterate, if something defines you, Owning a larger amount of that thing does not increase your credibility, and getting rid of excess or ill-fitting things for your body or your home does not decrease the fact that you're a musician or are known for your awesome shoe collection or whatever you choose to define yourself by. If things don't fit into your lifestyle or space, you don't have to keep them just because they represent the hobby you enjoy or are made by a brand that you love. I have a great example for this. I once was signed up to a monthly subscription box that partnered with fair trade companies. Each item included in the box was handmade by women in third world countries. And the purchase of these boxes made sure that the women were paid fair wages and it was all sustainable and ethical. And I loved it at the time. Some of the items that were included in the box just really didn't suit my style or fit into my space. One of these items was a small, hand-woven basket. It really was a beautiful piece. I tried to find things to store in it while also displaying it, and I just couldn't find that sweet spot for both storage and display. Basically, I was trying to show off this item as a conversation piece when it had no logical place in my home, so I ended up donating it eventually. There's no point in keeping something just to say, look, I support this thing. If it doesn't work for you, learn to let go of items that don't serve a purpose for you, even if they're made by an exclusive brand or are representative of your identity and interests. More on this later, but first a quick break. I think a lot of us have anxiety to some degree or another, and there's zero shame in that. However, you don't have to suffer through it alone. As someone with anxiety, I've found that talk therapy and doctor-prescribed medication have been incredibly helpful. However, there are still days when I'm just completely stressed out. That's why I use Jupiter. Jupiter organic CBD drops work incredibly well for rapid stress and anxiety relief. It's a way to live as a person who has anxiety rather than a living, breathing anxiety machine with a person trapped inside. If you feel like unplugging from daily stressors and decluttering your mind, Jupiter is the best way to go about doing that. You guys also know I love shopping sustainably and Jupiter checks everything off my list for a mindful purchase because Jupiter offers the highest quality CBD worldwide They are 100% USDA certified organic, all natural, environmentally friendly, and made in the USA. I also love that they're backed by hundreds of verified customer reviews and offer free shipping and a risk-free 30-day trial. So if you don't love Jupiter the way I do, you can get your money back. So there's zero risk and it's super cool. Say goodbye to stress and try Jupiter Organic CBD drops today. You can get 10% off your entire purchase with code SIMPLE. Try Jupiter Organic CBD Drops at getjupiter.com simple. That's getjupiter.com simple. And welcome back to episode 34. When you're going through your closet, take a look at your items and ask yourself if you're only holding onto an item because it's made by a brand you love. When sorting bookcases, be honest with yourself if you really love that book, or if you're just keeping it to increase your credibility as an avid reader. Does that poster from a concert you attended really make you happy, or are you just keeping it to show off how many concerts you've been to? Really try and separate your identity from your possessions and see what you can let go of that isn't truly important to you. That way you can focus on embracing the things that are important. I'm going to share a story a friend told me. This friend was browsing a bookstore with his friend, and he stumbled upon a book that he had really been wanting to read. He picked up the book and said, Oh man, I'm totally buying this. Friend number two said, Why? Oh, you mean like to set out on a coffee table? My friend was very confused and replied with, no, to read. (laughs) Don't be like friend number two. Don't keep things to project an air of worldliness and culture if you're not going to use the item. Books should be read and then kept or donated. Clothes should be worn if they fit well, and decorations should only be kept if they enhance your quality of life and make you happy when viewing them. If you have a reputation that precedes you at work school or within your friend circle you may be tempted to purchase more things to further that reputation let me explain if you are known for wearing unique jewelry every time you go out your friends might say things like you always have the coolest jewelry i'm always excited to see what you're wearing next this part of you that loves wearing eye-catching jewelry is further cemented into your identity by validation from the people around you. Earlier in this episode, I mentioned that I'm known for throwing great Halloween parties. I love Halloween, and I've hosted blacklight-themed parties, where even the food and drinks were blacklight reactive, a Nightmare Before Christmas-themed party, costume contests, etc., My friends have come to expect this from me, and years ago, I would find myself planning well in advance by looking online and shopping for Tim Burton-style decorations, creating my own props, and stocking up at Target the day after Halloween in order to make the next year's party bigger and better. It was wrapped up in my identity, and it caused me to purchase more than I could ever use, It may surprise you to know that I no longer have a box of Halloween decorations, and I've found that with the right lighting and the right playlist of music, I can create the same ambiance with fewer items that I have to store through the rest of the year. My love of the holiday has not dwindled at all, but the space I've freed up by not stocking up on props and decor has been a notable change. To use another personal example, I grew up in Anaheim, California, and my whole family had annual Disneyland passes, so I tend to be attached to all things Disney. The movies and the theme park were such a huge part of my childhood and teen years, so before starting my minimalist journey, I collected so many Disney things. Props, pins, figurines, clothes, you name it, I had it. I even have a Disney tattoo that I do plan to expand on in the future. Something that's such an integral part of my family life and upbringing was something I felt like I needed to own or collect. While I still love my Disney stuff, I've sold or donated a huge majority of it. I only kept a select few things that really stood out as meaningful to me. And you know what? I actually enjoy those items more because I've gotten rid of the clutter that was distracting me from the items that were most important and meaningful to me. I have something to say about how our identities are so intrinsically wrapped up in the items we own, but first I'm going to take a quick break. And welcome back once again. Our identities are wrapped up in so many different iterations that it can be hard to take a step back and look at things objectively. If you part with an item that doesn't work for your lifestyle, but represents an identifying factor that makes you the person you are, it doesn't mean that you're no longer that person for getting rid of some of those things. It just gives you more freedom and space to have items that are functional, fit with your lifestyle and interests, and you may find that by letting go of the things that don't quite fit, or that you aren't as attached to, you can let your style shine even brighter. What do you find your identity in? What hobbies, habits, roles, or items do you feel defines you? I'd love to hear from you guys on this, and your reply may be featured in an upcoming episode. Reach out to me on Instagram at clean simple free. Use the hashtag clean simple free podcast or email me at clean.simple.free at gmail.com. I want to start interacting with you guys more often, since I'm the one who usually does all the talking. So definitely reach out with any comments, feedback, or what you'd like to hear in future episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Your support really means the world to me. Stay safe, be well, and remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free. See you again soon.